Hello and welcome to Dice in a Slice, the only D&D 5e podcast powered by Baked Goods. My name is Joshua Gould. I am your dungeon master, chief instigator, and turnip head enthusiast. I've just watched Howl's Moving Castle for the thousandth oh. time. Yeah. And he turns into a prince at the end, which is like a tiny bit of plot that everyone forgets and is my favourite thing when showing new people that movie because they're like, oh, turnip head's fun. And I'm like, just you wait, bud. I'm joined tonight by an unrelated slice and in fact is not a slice. It is instead a biscuit, a biscuit from Greece, the name of which I cannot pronounce, but I'm going to give it a go. It's called Koloraika. Don't know if that's right. Okay. Yeah, sure. I mean, none of us are in a position to tell you that. So uh, sorry. It's our abundance of Greek listeners, please uh, message in and, and that, tell that'll us That'll be why. Nikki. Nikki will okay. send Josh Nikki. an angry voice note going, Josh, I was wrong. Oh, uh, Josh, actually. <laughs> Nikki, do not interact. Nikki that was a really bad, was a really Nikki, bad impression. Nikki impression. That's the yeah. worst impression. Nikki, I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> oh, hi, Nikki. Thanks for, thanks for dropping by. Oh, uh, got, any, got anything to tell us, Nikki? Uh, no. Oh, that's a, that, see, that's a pretty that good. That's a pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, that was better. Anyway, they're delicious, orangey, vanilla-y, crunchy little guys that are perfect with a coffee or tea. Yay. They are good. Well, uh, hi, my name is Jazz and I play Skylar. And today I have got the strongest cup of coffee that I could physically find in my kitchen. And I actually indulged and I got some of the Cadbury Dairy Milk Marvelous Creations Jelly Popping Candy. Oh, the best one. They are the best yeah. one. Yes, 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 yes. See, I, I'm not a fan. Yeah, I, see, Alex isn't a fan either. Uh, Doesn't like the sensation of it's the It's the weird jelly sweets inside. Oh, see, I, I don't it. mind a popping candy and a chocolate. It's the jelly sweet aspect that I'm like, oh, why are you putting see, that? I it's like, like a child's raisin. Yeah, I, I don't like it. it. Why now is it there? Now we know which <laughs> members of the Dyson Slice crew actually like to have fun and which mm-hmm. ones don't. <laughs> yeah, and I always, I always knew. You. I always knew it was going to come down like this. <laughs> Leash, Leash, did you just call a jelly bean a child's raisin? Yeah. Because it's got the same like jelly texture of a raisin but it's a sweet and I just don't think it should be in chocolate I mean I don't think raisins should be in chocolate why are you there bud go home no one invited you are you you. saying that raisins are are grown up food some kids don't like to eat raisins and fruit I hate raisins I hate raisins too I am child to be fair and also I don't think we can critique my chocolate knowledge Josh does a quiz every week and there was a chocolate round this week and I got all of the chocolates right just from the pictures congratulations Alicia was one of one of two people out of twelve people that got that right. The key is learning the difference between a lion bar and a picnic bar. There you go. That is the key. The, the key. The key difference between a lion and a picnic is one will try and eat you, and the other one will put ants in your jam sandwiches. <laughs> I and guess it's the not the one between, you think. I thought you were going to say you you would eat it, and you went in a very different direction. I don't know why, but that joke made me unreasonably angry. <laughs> <laughs> The difference between a lion bar and a picnic bar is who's eating who. Yeah. Oh, that is good. Yeah. That's clever. That's, that's the route I thought you were going to take, and then suddenly you were talking clever. about ants, that's and it was like, oh, yeah, no. oh, I'm feeling my age at the start. I'm just, uh, I'm, this I'm, I'm, I'm feeling very stupid, like a little, like a little, little dumb baby boy. Speaking of dumb baby boys. Hello. <laughs> Big dumb boy here, Tom, uh, playing little dumb boy Bodhi. Uh, Bodhi Sobek is the name. Don't say it twice, otherwise he'll come and get you. Um, and I am joined today with... For goodness sake. <laughs> don't expect that sentence too much, all right? Just just let it, let it flow through you. And uh, I'm joined today by a rather lovely piece of cake because it was my birthday last week. <laughs> so... I'm slowly trying to get my way through an entire Colin the Caterpillar. Classic. Ask first, obviously. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I'm halfway through. Uh, I, I don't know exactly where the neck 
begins and the torso ends on Colin, but uh, but I, I would say I'm I'm sort of verging close to neck area at this stage. Oh, wow, uh, ready to bite into that terrifying face of his. Uh, I did get into a weird debate with someone at a wedding this weekend about caterpillar cakes, and I said like I I will eat a caterpillar cake and it's fine. I would never choose one. Like they're always a bit dry and oh. more disappointing than I want them to be. Yeah, I think no, I have I memories think... of them being so delicious, and then when I have one now as an adult, I'm like, okay, this is just kind of a, a shit sponge. I never really had a caterpillar cake. I had a deprived <gasps> childhood where I just had I just had carrot cake. Oh, that yeah, is no, a deprived childhood. That is that is sad. I love um, really cake. sad. I also love carrot cake, but that's a deprived childhood. <laughs> other kids birthdays did they not have caterpillar cakes either yeah but i didn't have many friends so <laughs> ah, oh jazz you and i are so similar <laughs> oh goodness. Well, hi i'm alicia i play tala my slice today is a malteser rice crispy brick thing it's basically like a Ooh. massive brick of rice crispy treat with maltesers and little other sweet things on top. I genuinely don't know Ooh. what they are, but it's massive. And I brought it from a little cafe in Great Yarmouth and it was only three pounds and it's really tasty. Ooh. You don't need to have much of it for it to be really delicious, which mm. means that this will just last the entire record because it is mm. a giant goodie and I'm very pleased with it. Per. Fiction. So, Tala, why don't you catch us up with what happened last time? So, we had just turned tail from Dormus uh, after seeing a load of Nakodi pirate hunter ships um, when one emerged out of the ocean and started attacking us. And it was stressful, and we tried to just sail away from them. And then they started sticking bits of their ship into our ship to, like, attach, and people were going to dock. And then Bodhi made all the water disappear, uh, and their boat just plummeted down to the seabed, I guess. And we thought, hey, great escape. Uh, not so much. It's a submarine boat. So they came from underneath and continued to attack us. And there were some weird noises happening. So I went underwater and there was some kind of fish humanoid guy in our hold where all our treasure is. And I was like, fuck that. So I started fighting him and then Skylar came down to help and we managed to pin him to the wall. And he was knocked out pretty much. I may have unintentionally killed their captain because turns out my trident does lightning damage now. And we thought about talking to this fish creature once everything had calmed down. He was trying to show us something from his pocket. And so I went to take what was from his pocket and uh, I now have a black spot. And to make matters worse, we're still being chased by all the other pirate hunting boats. So that's great. Meanwhile, in a prison now run by inmates, a disagreement between two incarcerants, one big, one small, is brought to an abrupt end by the arrival of a pale woman with long, dark hair, who makes the gathered throng an offer they can't refuse. of the Sakailia turn to the stern and see behind them three large vessels heading towards them. Having used the tidal surge to get a quick sprint out ahead of their aggressors, they now look ahead of them, deciding where to go and how to evade these behemoths of the sea. Crew, what do? We are not going to be in combat initiative. This is Welcome to Panic Stations. Right, okay. Uh, okay. So it looks a little bit like 
we're in a bit of hot water here. Does anyone have anything that that we can we can use? Uh, well done, by the way, um, with the, the the blowhole. What are we calling that, by the way? The puffer fish on the bottom of the fucking ship. I. <laughs> I don't know that we decided. I, what did I, I call it? I've called it the tidal surge because it doesn't sound sexual. To be fair, I, I've, <laughs> I've just had a fairly nasty blow to the head because of the, the tidal surge. So uh, it could be anything. I can't really remember. I think I might have uh, mild brain damage. Um, <laughs> Josh, could I roll a history check to see if Tyler would know any weaknesses about these boats? Details on how heavily manned they are, their weapons, sitch. Yeah, absolutely. Roll me a history check. Uh, do it at advantage. Ooh, that's a 17. 17. Tyler, you know that these boats are big. They are not nimble. Okay. The failing point of any vessel is the crew that man it first, and then the abilities of the vessel itself second. These things often have like a singular huge thing at the front, whether it is like an actual like pair of boat mandibles to hold on to something, Ooh. or something that shoots out like a gout of flame, or a large harpoon. They have roughly 120 cannons on the entire vessel each. Wow. What the fuck? These are this world's equivalent of Man of Wars. Oh, shit. Oh, dear. They are designed for open sea combat. They are designed to restrain if possible, destroy if not. Mm -hmm. Very good, very nice. Okay, so basically what I know about these ships is not great. Uh, They've got maybe 120 cannons each. Uh, They tend to all have a giant thing on the front that can do a range of things, so you don't want to be directly in front of it and they're pretty big they're not very nimble but they're giant and uh, will crush us almost definitely if they catch us okay I think it would be better to try and evade and hide or sneak around than try and fight them because in a fight I'm pretty sure we will lose okay what time is it it is sort of midday-ish okay because my idea requires night time do you want to tell us that idea or do you want to uh, leave us all in suspense? I want to leave you all in suspense. So, nice. okay. My, no, my thought <laughs> is I heard once about how lighthouses need to be avoided. And so if we climb up the crow's nest and get like a light and flash it and make like a noise like lighthouses do, they'll think that we are a lighthouse and they will avoid us. Oh, interesting. We just need to get far enough away from them into the dark because we're light, we're nimble, so we can move fast. So we we can kind of like try and find somewhere that maybe is a little bit rocky or is close to somewhere that's rocky and then just set ourselves up hiding in the dark, making ourselves look like a lighthouse. And then they'll be like, where the fuck are they gone? And then they'll keep going, avoiding us because they don't want to come anywhere near us because we're near the rocks. Great, great. I, I like that. That, uh, that that sounds good. But it's midday. It is midday. My concern is is offending them off till dark time because yeah. they are yeah. quicker than us, I think. Yeah. And also if... If for any reason the lighthouse thing doesn't work as great as we think it would, we are then stopped still and like a big sitting duck. We would be relying on our ability to be nimble to get into some rocky areas that maybe a bigger boat couldn't reach. Yeah. But yeah, my plan really was relying on it not being the day. Listen, it's it's, it's good that we've got got the plan. Uh, we're, We're happy with that. Yeah brainstorming. Would the boats from Nakoti be the sort of boats that would get into 
would get past the security at style. Hmm. Excellent question. I'm wondering if we can like ask for um, sanctuary. sanctuary at style, basically. Why would they offer us sanctuary? <laughs> in theory, Josh said last time that we we have a contact in style, so we could maybe see if we could get through. So. Previously, to get into style, you had to um, have, like, letters. Mm. I think the boat you were in previously is about the same size as the boat that you're in currently. The docks at style are not built for boats of the size of the of the Man of Wars that are pursuing okay. you. That is the information I can give you. So I, I wouldn't know whether they'd have to, whether they'd be, like, turned away? Um, no, you don't know whether they'd be turned away just by the by the type of vessel it is, you wouldn't know. Um, but mm. you might... I'm just trying to think. Because they're not, like... Like, they are from Nakoti, but they're also not, like... Like, they're pirate hunters as opposed to being, like, official army, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think it's worth a go. As in, like, I've, I, th- I, think, I think it's, like, better than dying at sea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your plan is better than dying at sea. Well, high, high <laughs> praise. I assume Tyler's having this conversation with with Skylar and probably Pad. I would guess. Yeah, because Pad's been to Style a few times because they used mm. to, to run shipments into there. So, yeah, she's probably just proffered the idea of like, you know, do we think we could drop in at Style because they had pretty high security, and if we could maybe get in, maybe they wouldn't get in, and then we could, I don't know, wait it out, find a back way out. Pad, you've been in and out sneaky ways, right? Mm. Oh, I do know my sneaky ways around. That's true. I'm a, I'm a sneaky lad. Uh, as says Pad, as he's there, like if if his hands were not gloved and furred, he'd be like white knuckles yes. <laughs> on this <laughs> on this wheel as he's just trying his best to not freak out. Yeah. Skylar, roll me a nature check. Ooh. All right, my nature senses are vaguely tingling. <laughs> I got a ten. Tepid tingles. What I what I'll say, Skylar, and this is based on some nature knowledge and also based on like your understanding of how boats are. Um, big boats need deep water to move and move better in deep water. Yeah, so we need to get somewhere more shallow. Yeah. I mean, look, I've, I've uh, always wanted to go to style, never been, uh, got a few <laughs> postcards from there. Um, I fucking love boating. <laughs> firstly, if we get in, we are stuck there, if, if, mm. if we do get in. Mm. Secondly, uh, is a question of actually getting in. Now, the Queen uh, didn't actually know necessarily that we were going to be where we were i'm scared that there's been like a continent-wide watch and if the continent-wide watch is uh where we were it might be where we're going if it's to style that's the only issue that i have well i mean but- currently i'm i'm like woohoo and she just totally just like waves her black spot hand and it's like you know this is pretty much a like tracking thing right okay okay i know this could sound ridiculous what if we got caught uh, you're right <laughs> like like no but like what if maybe you guys get arrested and i stay hidden then you can get like in places you could maybe find out what's going on with more information then i can bust you out mm. it's yeah. risky <sighs> these are big ships and they would they would take the whole crew and our mm. ship and busting us out is one thing but then being able to free you know 30 other people and get the ship off and those those big ships are manned with quite a lot of people also without these uh these lovely little books um i'm i'm, I'm just a man <laughs> I'm just a simple man. I'm just a normal man. I'm just a normal man. We need our boat to be a submarine boat, is what yeah, we need. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I'll work on it. 
I'll absolutely work on it. <laughs> Good note. I'll take it forward. <laughs> Here's my little idea. I do have the ability to polymorph again, potentially. Mm-hmm. We saw how effective those things down in the, the hole were. You know, the, the, the aboleths. Um, we saw how effective they were at stopping us. How do we feel about me turning into one? Just hypothetically. To, to, to attack the ships? Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, more than once we got turned on each other or just stopped completely in our tracks uh, by, by that thing. If I could do any of that, then that's at least one of the ships gone. If not, uh, completely destroyed. But again, spaghetti, uh, Aboleth spaghetti what? on the wall. Um, everyone roll me a perception check, please. Oh, okay. oh fuck. Please don't. That's a big number. 25. I'm not quite as big. 19. Yeah, 17. You all turn and just look briefly where the boat is going and at once in one voice yell, Pad, uh, as he's sort of turned to listen to what you guys are doing, looks ahead and a huge rock just sort of, that's covered by water. As you yell, Pad, he sort of just spins the wheel, bringing your oh, boat fuck. out of the way of receiving some damage. For sake, Pad. Don't that's right. There's, com- us. there's complications happening in this chase, babies. Pad, do you know, or does anyone know anywhere near here that would be more advantageous to our ship? or somewhere we could lose them. Um, Pad turns to you and his eyes are just wide. You got it, Pad. (laughs) Oh, buddy. Shimmer thunks down next to you guys and gestures like towards the coast of Dormus to get closer to the island is is, is what they are gesturing. Yeah, to get into the shallower waters. Is it because it would be shallower? Okay. I mean, that's a very good point. At the very least, they can't actually get on our but tail. weren't they docked there? No, they've been hanging out in the waters. And as, as Shimmer plops down and, and gestures that to you, um, Tiny sort of rushes up uh, and says, uh, uh, what's the plan? <laughs> uh, we're, we're thinking that we're nimbler and smaller, and so maybe we should hide or try and get somewhere they can't, but we're not so familiar with the sea and places. Sure. Um, <clears throat> we could try and get to runway. What's that? Uh, there's a small strip of land between uh, style and like the rest of reptile that at high tide is covered by, by water. Uh, boats like us, we can get across, but like it's a huge sandbar. Uh, high tide gets covered with water, <gasps> low tide low tide you've had it. Um, yeah. Oh, I was just what time, what time is that? Low tide, when does that happen? Uh, high tide is about now. <laughs> so we, we could maybe get there now. Uh, we would have to Mosey. Hey, we can, we can mosey. We can mosey, right? Are we thinking the same thing where we wait until the water is high so that we can go over the sand and then at that time, hopefully, then the water goes back down and then they're stranded on the sand and then we're yeah. on the other side. That's what yeah. we're thinking. We need to get across Love while it. the water's high and then hopefully they won't get there in time. Yeah. I think I have enough uh, uh, juice in me to, to get one more sort of uh, fucky with the ocean-y uh, spell out as well. So if, Ooh, love that. if need be, uh, we can we can make mm. the high tide incredibly low very quickly. Love that. Um, the tidal surge recharges. Once daily. Ah, once per day. Okay, well, yeah, it's fine. Do we have oars on our boat? Is there anything like we can manpower our way through? No. Afraid not, no. Um and as you as you have that thought, you you turn back and see as oars like stretch out of these man of wars as well. Oh, for oh. cheap fuck. As those oars fall out, Shimmer like climbs up Skylar's rigging just below Skylar's crow's nest. <laughs> Holding on to the to the mast with their with their claws, Shimmer turns towards the main sail. Just like puts both of their hands together. 
and just like wind starts pouring out of their hands as their beak kind of glows white. Yes, nice. yes. Nice. Okay, so Tala, Tala kind of looks to Bodhi and Skylar as if like, nod, yeah, this is the plan. Mm-hmm. Great. I think so. And then she just issues the order of like, right guys, we are sailing as hard and fast as we can to get across a runway before these ships can get to us. So man your stations. We need speed. Speed is the name of the yeah. game. Um, Nicola trots up to you because she would never run and says, Captain, we've got a lot of weight on the boat. Is the weight mostly the treasure? A light boat moves fast. Jetsam, jetsam, jetsam. That's not the answer to the question. What do we, uh, <laughs> what would be at least? Mm, Gotta get rid of the pigs and the, t- and the turtles. Why have you been collecting pigs and turtles? Oh, that that's what like pirates used to have. They did. We don't have any livestock on the boat. Turtles because they were full of water. And so if you were stranded somewhere and needed emergency fresh water you'd kill one of your turtles and then you'd have fresh water turtles nature's capri sun yeah and so you would have the meat and you'd also have the water it's basically a happy meal yeah is this the dm saying that the gold is weighing the boat down no it's it's just it's just information that has been brought to you by your next in command how much money could we fit in the bag of holding i mean we can assume that you've put it all in the bag of holding we can put most of it in the in the bag that we can fit which will take some of the weight, right? Perfect, perfect. Skylar, can you roll me a d20, please? 17. As a wave sort of crashes up from underneath the boat, it's one of these weird waves where like two waves have intersected to create a strange void that's brought water up. You sort of look up at your crew in the rigging, Skylar, as this big wave hits the ship and you watch as all of them instinctually just grab the nearest bit of rope and pull themselves back and none of them fall or fail. Congratulations. Good old um, I think I think Bodhi, throughout all of this conversation, just has his eyes locked on these boats in the distance, in the not too distant distance. For me and for you, um, I'm waiting until they get f- within 500 foot. Okay, I will let you know when that happens. That's great. Thank you very much. So stuff is being shoved into bags of holding. Crew are doing their best to help the ship move forwards. Bodhi is waiting for something to happen until then. Is anything anyone else would like to do at this point to assist in this endeavor? Bodhi at, at some point kind of called Beavis over and uh, and said, um, all right, come on, uh, let's make sure that we've got morale going. Uh, nice sing song, come on. Does everybody know Croc Monsieur? And uh, just sort of start singing um, a, a sort of she- sea shanty uh, whilst whilst we go. When Bodhi yells Croc Monsieur, uh, Skylar, you go, why is Bodhi yelling Mr. Crunchy? I <laughs> <laughs> will just be like Bodhi, like a present, supportive energy, like helping where she can, pulling ropes, tying things, lifting shit. Like she's basically being like a runner almost. Like she's just filling in any gaps that need plugging. Tala's doing it. Fantastic. Um, Bodhi, the two ships get within 500 feet. You guys all see as they start to loom forwards. They too are dealing with some of these errant rocks that are just sort of being uncovered by the water. And they hit one. Let's find out. Fingers crossed. Oh, one of them does. <gasps> yes! Unfortunately, what, what happens is one of them sees it well before, moves expertly out the way. Actually, it's quite impressive. If Pad had rear view mirrors, he'd go, oh, nice. <laughs> but as that one moves out of the way, it creates a swell, a wave, yeah. causing the other one to just like the, the back half of it crashes into this huge, almost like toothy protrusion out of the water. Yeah. And they do, they do seem to have taken a bit of hull damage. Good, good, good. That boat is moving much slower. Yeah, nice. Incredible. They are within 500 feet. Misread the spell. Uh, Evidently, (laughs) I don't do numbers, uh, so it's actually within 120 foot. (laughs) Oh, no. But Bodhi's there just edging himself magically. (laughs) 
not yet. Oh, not yet. Oh, oh. Not yet. I'm so ready. <laughs> is Tiny on the deck? It, Tiny can be. Yeah, please. Yeah. Basically, Tala is going to ask, because Tiny's very strong. He's heaving ropes. If he is happy to take the wheel temporarily. Um, and Tala's going to see if Pad can get rid of her black spot, because she's very aware that if we get past them, she might still be this little blinking beacon on some kind of monstrous map that they can just then see where we are. And she doesn't want to be the reason that uh, our expert plan fails. Sure. If Pad's able to, if he's like, nah, I've got no juice left, then that's fine. Pad's got juice. Do you say this to Pad first or Tiny first? Uh, unless there's anyone else who'd be more qualified to steer. I kind of assume there's not. Not really, apart from perhaps Skylar or Bodhi, but they seem to be they're, doing their own shit. They've got their the own moment. shit. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I think she'd she'd grab Tiny and be like, hey, can you um, just like steer for like as long as it takes Pad to remove a little problem I've got? His eyes like glisten for a moment as though he's always oh. wanted this. Oh, Tiny! <laughs> and he, oh, he just... He, oh, Pad! <laughs> He, he almost like hip checks Pad and says, uh, move over, Pad. There's a new boat man. Uh, Shit. And oh, no, Tal- it's contagious. Tala makes sure to keep like an eye on the direction that they're going in case Tiny misses something. Like she's keeping her eyes forward as to where we're going. Tiny Tiny clicks his fingers and like a, like a illusory captain's hat <gasps> appears on his head. Oh, Tiny. <laughs> Or maybe he was hiding it all along. Mm. Um, and yeah, she then just holds out her hand to Pat and is like, I'm so sorry. I, I was trying to be nice to the thing that came on our boat and it it, it got me. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, sure. I will do my best. I'm really sorry. Tala genuinely he, feels he, so bad. He closes his eyes. As you say, I feel really sorry. You almost feel the energy being absorbed into Pat. Oh, Aww. interesting. At this rate... Pad's going to become a leopard, not a lion. Like, it's, yeah. it's ludicrous. The amount of black spots on him. Well, he doesn't He doesn't have them. He just no. dispels them, doesn't he? At least I hope he doesn't have them. No, because the, the one he took from Hendrix, do you remember? He got yelled at. But he didn't take Tala's. He just got rid of hers, didn't he? Did Tala have one before? Yeah, yeah. I had one on my leg. Oh, yeah. That was a different thing. Oh, hang on. So is this just going to transfer to him? That's okay. We then throw Pad overboard. No. <laughs> You notice um, Pad takes your hand. This one looks this one looks different to the one that was on your leg and very similar to the one that was in Hendrix's hand. Fuck and, shit. and you watch as his fur like puffs and glows for a second. His mane sort of looks magnificent for a brief second. Oh, hang on. It is too late. The horse is already out of the gate, so oh, to speak. For fuck's sake. And you feel this this like thing almost like sucker off your hand and sucker onto Pad's and sucker onto Pad's hand. Pad then looks around and like points at a seagull. Oh! Seagull makes a beeline for Pad. Tala, you can like understand basic oh. sea creature stuff. This seagull is calling Pad all kinds of slurs. Why? Oh As the seagull gets near Pad, you notice there's like a thin golden thread connecting the two of them, and Pad just slaps the seagull. The seagull fails its wisdom saving <gasps> throw, has the curse bestowed upon it. Yeah, he's giving it to a That's seagull. So good. And, and, and Pad says, now. Fuck off! Does the seagull fly away? The seagull, which now has like an eye patch situation going on, Aww. like flies around for a second and then just like lazily glides off into the distance. Tala just yells in vague seagull like, I'm sorry, but thanks. There's, there's no response. Oh, mate, if, if that is a beacon, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. absolutely Ta- brilliant. <laughs> I think Tala just stares at Pad and is like, that was very cool. I I forgot that I thought you could get rid of them, but you gave it to this. That's very quick thinking. Well, last time I took a curse from someone, I got yelled at and I thought, well, I should probably learn how to get rid of them if I'm going to take them on. So I hate seagulls. Slap seagulls. Mm, hey, good training. Proud of you. Hey, it's it's a it's a fun it's a fun thing. 
he looks really tired. <laughs> he's, he's there like, you know when you're talking to someone and they've come back from the gym, but it's been like 25 minutes yeah, and they're very tired and crusty. Had, maybe, maybe leave Tiny steering, but you can stay here and like direct him. But he, he can be he, your strong muscles. He re- he reaches out to Tiny's bandolier and takes out that little flask that you saw Tiny drink from before. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> he takes a, takes a little swig of a barren energy yeah. and he goes, oh, that gives you fins. <laughs> oh, Christ. Right, Skylar, are you on the map? How far are we uh, roughly from uh, from from the pass? Uh, yeah, roll me a nature check. Not nature at all. Uh, survival, please. That is a twenty-six, Ooh. my man. Skylar, you think with with good weather, you will be at the pass in about an hour. We will be at the pass in about an hour. Okay, incredible. Is that still high tide? I mean, the tide will have started going down by then, but it, there will still be water. But we're over. holding on, and we're small. Come on. Come on, team. Okay, we got this. We got this. One of the boats, the one that did not get hit by the rock, is still following you. It's gone from three down to one. You notice um, one of the original three stopped following you. Ah, that one's following the seagull. Does it look like it's followed the seagull, or does it look like it's submarining? Ah, It doesn't look like it's submarining. What what it's done is it's stopped. Oh, interesting. I hate that. The one that got hit by the rock is now just tailing behind you. It It is moving slower than you, even with the oars. But the one that avoided the rock is now getting closer and closer and closer. It is almost upon you. It is about 120 feet away. I mean, this is positive. This is positive. It means that they're not necessarily just looking for us. Us. They're just looking for pirates in general. Oh, so, good. Uh, so, well, no, it is good. It is good. Is it, it means that, yeah, it means that or they're not Or they've stopped because they know something we don't. Listen, I have and always will be a sunny disposition person. Um, and Absolutely. And what I'm... What I'm choosing to believe is that uh, they have gone back to port to uh, continue to secure port as opposed mm-hmm. to all of them chasing us forever and eternity Yeah, is, is what I'm hoping for. So that just means we've got one to deal with now. Yeah. This is good. This is a good thing. Mm-hmm. A flaming ball of rock, oh, shit. pitch and tar soars towards the Sakaili. That, however, is not a good thing. Can I wall of water it? It's not like flying horizontally. It's been shot by some sort of trebuchet device. Oh, it's up in the air. Oh, so it's arcing. Someone roll me a d6. Three. Okay. As this huge rocky ball of flames like clips the side of the boat, doesn't seem to make any significant damage to the hull, but it feels as though it would have hit like a cannon or something like, like like some of the cannons perhaps have been moved or dunted or something. It doesn't seem like it did much damage at all. Oh, good. Love that. Was it a solid thing or was it like fire? So it's kind it was of a, more like... That was a solid thing. That it was, was not magical. was a solid ball. Christ. They rolled very low on their dice. Uh, in that case, um, as, as that happens, I go, <laughs> no, I, I really don't want this. And um, just kind of like <laughs> goes goes to like almost like grab something in the air. And as he grabs, you can see like almost ripples in water, but, but through the air, like he's pulled the curtain of reality slightly and just kind of like heaves uh, to one side as a tidal wave hits the side of the boat behind us. Damn. Can it roll a dexterity saving throw, please? How dexterous is this giant fucking boat? You guys know it is not a nimble boat. It's got a negative three modifier to its dex saves. That is a four. Incredible. So it fails. The damage is kind of negligible. What I'm hoping for is some form of veering off course from this uh, large tidal wave 
17 points of bludgeoning damage. So this, yeah, this this huge wave of water almost just appears, it coalesces out of nowhere, picks up the boat and like pushes it. Is 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 it kind of the easiest way to, it like it slams into the side and just moves the nose of the boat around. Oh, good. The, the easiest way I can sort of phrase it is like, if a duck was floating towards you and you just use your own hand to push it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and as it is pushed, there is also a huge gust of wind Ooh. that strikes that ship. I'm, ro I'm rolling, Ooh. every few seconds, I'm rolling dice to see if anything happens. I hate it. And your boat, <laughs> your boat is very blessed at the moment. Um, <gasps> oh, it's pad. No. <laughs> oh, hello. Welcome aboard. You seem to be in a bit of a rush. Everything okay? This place, it's the middle bit. It's where I, Josh, speak to you, the listener, about all sorts of real-world goodness. Now don't worry, no one can reach you here, it's perfectly safe. Relax, and I think you should have a crisp ginger beer to freshen up and sharpen your senses. First, it's Pride Month, and that means it's time for us to shout out some of our favourite queer creators, starting with Theo Blue. Theo's signature style combines mischief and cuteness effortlessly and to supreme effect. We heartily recommend you head on over to their website, theoblueillustration.com, where you can find links to their Instagram and Twitter. You can also find them on our Halloween Pizza Peril episodes and on the weekly D&D 5e actual play stream, Some Other Heroes. Shout out to Theo. Theo is superb. Next, Fable Events, TTRPG events for you and your team. Whether it's day-long deep dives into your team's personality types, player profiles and areas of development, or exhilarating romps through a fantasy realm with your favourite colleagues, fableevents.co.uk is the place to go. Brought to you by the crack team behind Dice in a Slice, this podcast right here. fableevents.co.uk, online and in-person team-building activities that create legends. And finally, another reminder for Wicked Game RPG's Charity Week, raising money for Solace, a charity dedicated to helping victims of male violence. You can find all their information on their Twitter page, at Wicked Game RPG. The week starts on the 2nd of July at 6pm with the return of Wicked Workshop. Then at 10pm on the same channel, you can catch the launch of their new series, Library of Lives Spent. Check out the full schedule on their Twitter page. That again is at Wicked Game RPG. Of course, you can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Dice and a Slice as well, where you can see slices and hear our nonsense ramblings. Huge shout outs to our Ko-Fi supporters, Ben and Rooney, who are simply the best. And of course, I have to thank Alicia, without whom you'd have to come into my house and watch us all play D&D in real life, and there's simply no room for that. And now, back to the action. Every few seconds, I'm rolling dice to see if anything happens. I hate it. And your boat, <laughs> your boat is very blessed at the moment. Um, oh, it's pad. No. There's, <laughs> however, as this tidal wave hits it, a crosswind from the other direction strikes it, and you watch as the boat moves towards the wind that is trying to push it in another direction, and like the sails kind of twist, and you you do hear like a snapping sound. You don't see you don't you don't see anything break, but you hear a snapping sound. That's good. Incredible. Like Not on our ship, but on others. That no. sounds great. And if we are within 120 foot uh, still, I kind of look around at the others and say, "All right, I think I've got another one in me. If if we need." Uh, 
do we want it now or do we want it later? Later. Mm-hmm. Okay. Later. Tiny sort of looks over his shoulder. He's now got one hand on the thing. He's feeling very confident. <laughs> it's it's catching. Oh. He, he turns over and says, uh, hey, hey, Bodhi, if, if the uh, tide's a little low, you can use that to push us over it. it. Th- that's what I'm hoping. <laughs> Great minds. Skylar. You look at your map, mm-hmm. you notice that the area in the ocean that you are approaching is oh. specifically at this sort of depth, has a lot of uh, coral spires. Okay. Coral reefs that start quite deep in the water, but have climbed up and spire above. Gorgeous. Skylar, you, using your knowledge of like evading stuff in a mangrovey swamp situation, mm-hmm. you reckon you could lose these guys sort of in this coral forest? You would have to slow down okay. and the boat control would have to be more precise but it would mean like they, they would not be able to get through it without causing significant damage to their own boat based on what you've seen. Okay, Gaz, what do you think? So he relays that information to you. But if we slow down, does that mean we won't make it in time to cross the runway? Yeah. Like how, like how much slower is it going to make us so that we then get stuck? GM, how much slower? Great question. Really good question. It will go from comfortable to cutting it fine. Mm. You will need everything else to go well. DM, you raise a really good point. How how fast are we moving right now? Why, Why are you asking? Um, because if we were to tie Tala onto the front of the boat in sperm whale form, <laughs> would that speed us up or slow us down? It would speed you up. <laughs> and It would speed you up, said the DM, tired. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, but... I, I'm right in saying polymorph is an hour-long spell, right? It is, yes. It is an hour-long and spell, Again, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, it will take us <laughs> roughly an hour to get to uh, the, the runway, right? <laughs> that was a while it ago will, as yeah. well. <laughs> it will, yeah. It will take you roughly an hour. Under an hour now, probably about 45 minutes to get to the runway. Incredible. Uh, Bodhi just sort of uh, slaps his head and goes, Shit, I don't know why I didn't think of this before. Um... Who wants to be a whale? For what purpose? To, to, to pull us. We'll, we'll be faster. Faster than we're going at the moment. Um, and, and if we want to get over the, 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 the runway uh, in, in record time, I mean, you know, beaching whales is, is, is one thing, but we can bamf you out at that point. Do you know what I mean? Does it mean if we get there too quickly that that ship will also make it across? Well, so here's the, here's the beauty of it. If we get there too quickly, all it means is we have time to prepare the runway as best we can um, whilst they're catching up. And then they, they still won't be able to get over because um, we've timed it, hopefully. Uh, finger, fingers and toes very much crossed. We've timed it uh, well enough that um, they won't be able to get across Yeah, anywhere. it's just so that we are more comfortably spaced because I don't like how close they're getting. Okay. <laughs> they are They are getting close. They're about within 100 feet now. Because I feel like you need really long ropes. I mean, we've got we've got ropes for days, and ropes as yeah. thick as as thick as a person's body, pretty much. Um, well, oh, well if I guess <laughs> if it's one of our whales, we can just hold the ropes in our mouth. They are now ninety feet away. Uh, Shit. You can hear the activity on their deck. You can hear them yelling. Okay. It's either that, or or they they get close enough that I make one of them a whale <laughs> and sink their ship. <laughs> But but obviously, if, 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 they if, won't do it. I mean, though, because like their ships are going to be big enough to be able to support a whale. Whale-sized ships. I think the whale is the best option, and I think that Tala should do it. What are we thinking? I could do. My 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 concern is I'm I'm then I'm then stuck in the water and cannot be any more useful in terms of gust of wind and mm. uh, wall of water. I then can't do anything else to be useful. So uh, okay, or we do have an abundance of people. Maximilian, you want to be a whale? Uh, and um, uh, 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 that's uh, a lot to ask. We're asking I d- I d- people I d- stuff. I d- I d- I've never been. I've never been asked that question before. 
And like, Maxi- Maximilian's there just like putting muskets on the back of the ship. I mean, if Pad's feeling better, we can maybe send Tiny. All right. Okay, Tiny, do you want to be a whale? Now it's a, a different brilliant, question. There was, there was a fantastic moment um, from Pad's POV where he's like, if Pad's feeling better, they can ask Tiny. Well, because Pad, Pad needs to steer the boat, right? That's his job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would Tiny be willing to be a whale and swim us? Every single person on this boat would do exactly what you told them to so that they may live. Including Tiny. Yeah, so my question to Maximilian is just about the same. I just want yeah. that on record that me asking Maximilian is just as weird as asking Tiny. Well, I, I think because I think we have a better relationship with Tiny, it's it's less it's less weird. Whereas Maximilian is like, new one has known us two days. And that's a bit of a big yeah. ask to be like, hey, can you just like put all of this pressure on your shoulders to steer us to safety as a whale that you've never done before? All in all, it's a weird pressure for anyone to have to deal with. In response to your question, Tiny goes, uh, will it hurt? No, nope. you feel great. You feel just like a whale. Okay. okay. Let's, let's fucking, let's do it. Yes. Okay. Everyone get some rope. Tyler gives him a big kiss, just like in advance. Thanks. Um, Like this boat is now 50 feet from you. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody get some rope. Get, get it, get it tied to the main mast. Tiny's going to get straight down into the water. Yeah. Tiny, ti- well, Tiny runs down to the front of the boat. And he's going to dive off. Tiny. Yeah. Take, take the end of the rope with you. He picks up, like, the biggest rope. Tiny's going to have to do a strength. In the mouth. In the mouth. <laughs> Not yet. It's, he can do Pocahontas it's, it's, it's dive be a with big, the rope. It's got to be a really big rope to put up with the yeah. tension. So he's going to need to pick it up and then put it in his mouth when he's underwater. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Fuck yeah, Tiny. Yes, Tiny! Tiny, Tiny just got a 26 on his athletics Tiny! check. Excellent. So he, like, he, like, he clicks his fingers off and the, the captain's hat... Mr. Little. Captain's hat disappears. Uh, as, he's, as he's running, like, you watch his boots like get slid off his feet. He's, like, he's tearing his shirt off. Oh, Tyler's so attracted to him right now. Yeah, it's cute. His little ears are kind of like <laughs> twirling and, and flopping. Tyler, can you make sure that the, the, the other end of them, uh, the, the, the rope is tied? Because otherwise this is completely useless. Yeah, she, she'll be double checking. I've seen there's crew there that are following Bodhi's orders, so she'll make sure uh, that they're... Survival check advantage, please, Tyler. Yeah, I was going to say, if it's a survival check, surely I should be doing it. You can be there as well if you want. I got a 22, I will say. Ooh. Oh, yeah. well, go. then, never yeah. mind. Sorry, the only reason I went for Tyler is because uh, she's the strongest out of all of us. Skylar's, Skylar's supervising. Tyler, Tyler ties the knot, and Skylar, you go, you go, yeah, that's a good knot. That's a good knot. <laughs> nice job. Over, under. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Just give it a little tug. Put the bunny in the bunny house. <laughs> as, as Tiny scoops up this almost rugby ball thickness bit of rope <gasps> and runs down the prow of the Sakailia over the masthead, the long bit of wood that points out yes, the tiny. sort of mottled gold green Sakailia figurehead sort of underneath him. He leaps with it in his arms. And Bodhi just kind of uh, blasts just like a, a, a sort of torrent of, of, of water towards him as his, his body starts to coalesce uh, into that of uh, the whale. And yeah, this sort of pearlescent black sperm whale dives into the ocean. With horns. Fuck. It's a narwhal. Oh, with little horns. <laughs> it's a narwhal. It's a big fuck off narwhal. It's a narwhal. Love it. Love it so big, much. Big fucking narwhal so dives good. into the ocean and you all feel the boat just take a big surge forwards. Talon yells at everyone to hold on like just slightly in advance of it. The surge comes from the back of the boat. Oh no. Can everyone please make a dexterity saving throw? Oh goodness nah. me. Is this against a danger that I can see? You weren't looking. You were watching Tiny. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he's not wrong. 21. Why Why did I roll digitally? 
That's so rude of me. I got a 10. <laughs> I rolled a 7. Oh, no. Oh, shit. You were really watching your man. I was. She was preparing for a surge from the whale going in. Yeah. Um... Skylar, you, you've been aware of this boat like looming over you, yeah. getting closer and closer. The other two have been too busy focusing on plan uh, plan boat chariot. Tiny narwhal. Tiny narwhal. Yeah. Skylar, you <laughs> just um, immediately grab onto something near you as this naval <gasps> ram plows oh, into the back of your ship. Um, that's actually a really, really, really good point. Oh, God. No, it's not a good point. Stop it. Stop it. Shit. Don't say that. Tala and Bodhi and like a good handful other members of the crew Fuck. are all thrown forwards and start to go overboard. Oh, no. <gasps> Shit. And the boat's about to start going faster because Tiny doesn't fucking know. Skylar, you hear the sounds of like broken wood behind you. The Sakailia has taken 164 bludgeoning damage. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I will I will state now that I think I think I picked our health as my top, so fingers crossed that does us some good. It absolutely does, because this was just, just damage to the hull. Oh. It's it's not it's it's not damaging the cannons or the ballista or the or the helm, the steering thing, the thing that you need to steer, or the sails. Wow. Um so you are like you are fine, but you are that's gonna need patching oh, up. Okay, they got a critical hit on their on their ram attack. Christy wow. Christ. And I need the Sakailia to do a strength saving throw. Oh Shall goodness I do me. Yeah, go um, on. Yeah, roll me, roll me a d20, please, Tala. Fuck yeah, that's a 19. That's good. Ooh. 19 plus 8. Yes. Wow. Which, which is fine. Number. Like, the boat shudders forwards. There are, so Bodhi, Tala, and five other crew members, I will not tell you which ones, have gone overboard. <gasps> um, but the boat itself is fine. Let's see. Uh, it it won't be anyone from the rooking department, oddly enough, um, because they are all they are all tied in. Uh, I say that actually. It's Maximilian, <gasps> Ava, Casson, Lina, and Pippi have all gone overboard over the prow. Oh, so that's fuck. two members of the rigging department and three members of the deck department. No, Max. Tyler's priority will definitely be getting them to one of the ladders on the side of the boat so they can get themselves back up. Yeah, absolutely. I know Bodhi can take someone with him. Uh, okay, so, uh, oh my God. This is gonna this is gonna drain me of spell slots, which is uh, okay. It's not is a problem. Is that okay? Because isn't the entire thing that we're heading to the sand and we need the spells? I will not, I will not be completely starved of sw spell slots. I, I just will not have nearly as much as I usually do. Okay. Um, and I think it is important to get as many people on back yes. on board as possible. Yes, of course. Well, Tala will also be helping though, so don't feel like you have to take everyone. Like Tala will manhandle some back up onto that ship. Perfect. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna sort of like as soon as I'm overboard, I'm speaking in your mind, going, um, okay, um, who who can who can you see that you uh, you can pick up? I mean, Josh, does it matter? Um, it, yeah, it, it's it's not significant. Okay, great. I'll grab uh, Maximilian and Casson just because they're the, the first two I can see. Yep, great, absolutely. Um, roll me an athletics check, please, Tala. Can I rage? You may rage. Yes, Thanks. do it at advantage. She starts to like glow under the water as she sees that other people have fallen. 21 on an athletics. Hell yeah. Yeah, Tyler, you you just scoop up Max and Casson. Poor Max, who we just said we won't send into the water, immediately yeah. gets <laughs> shunted into the water. Yeah. Um, Bodie, what are you doing? Um, I am going to use two second level spell slots to get Ava and uh, Pippi out of the water. Their forms just kind of dissolve and uh, they pop back onto the ship. With two 
castings of Vortex Warp. Fantastic. Love it. As they fall into the swell, Bodhi, you're just... Kind of because of the curse you have, the minute you're in water, your brain starts functioning like you've taken the Limitless pill. Ooh, um, spicy. You cast Vortex Warp at them, sort of using this swell that they're moving in, and they just sort of almost spiral in. And then anyone watching, they just like appear like they've been tipped out of a bucket on top of the deck, look around, and both like get straight back to what they're doing. I, I then do exactly the same with Lina. Lina Bolabrace. At third level. Cool. And then use my benign transp transposition of feature uh, to magically teleport myself 30 foot. Um, does, does it have to be somewhere that you see, is my question? Ooh. Yes. I'm just being a pedant because I can no, be. No, do. Because be a pedant. Mm -hmm. I'm breaking the game a little bit. <laughs> Meanwhile, Tala just like swims and just like scoops Maximilian and Cassin each under an arm, dolphin kicking and just propels them and just starts like heaves Maximilian first to grab onto the ladder and then Cassin so that they can climb themselves back on board. Incredible. Absolutely. They, they were both caught off guard. Uh, Maximilian's eye patch flaps up. <laughs> He's got two working eyes under there. He wears it to help him see better below deck. Ah. Uh, and yeah, you, you, you cool. sort of just rush them both to the edge of the boat. There's some rope hanging down that they sort of both grab and help each other up. And then once oh. they're both sort of on there, they lend a hand down to you. Oh, that's oh, very lovely. sweet. Tala will take their hand because she, it's not that she needs it, but it's almost building that camaraderie and that mm. like morale roll as me, a group. She wants to- Roll me an acrobatics checker advantage, Tala. Oh. I'm very pleased that was advantage. I rolled a nat one and a 19. So Ooh. total for acrobatics is a 22. 22. Tala, you feel Max and Cassin both like grip one of your hands each. Their, their muscles like flex. Nice. And they both like wrench you upwards as though they're trying to throw you back up as best they can. Incredible. They don't throw you all the way up, but they, they lift you significantly out of the water. Nice. And like you grab onto a higher up bit of rope and, and can pull yourself up. Yeah, and she'll then help them when she's higher up, like yeah. like a little tag team. So when she's up higher, yeah. she pulls them up and yeah. I, th I, th I think I wait until um, uh, Tala is relatively close to the top of the ladder and benign transposition onto her shoulders. Um, <laughs> I, 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 sort of, I sort of say, uh, uh, brace for impact, brace for impact uh, to you and uh, just kind of uh, appear um, uh, kind of <laughs> Tala's head you. like whips to the boat that's just rammed us because you've just yelled brace for impact so she's looking at this boat like bracing and then just feels this like wet soft man <laughs> on Sorry, I probably shoulders. I probably could have communicated that better to be fair. <laughs> While this is going on Skylar, the boat behind you has rammed into you and you hear the sounds of metalwork and rope work being propelled and moved forwards as you see faces start to come over the nose of this boat. They've got hooks on rope, they've got grapnels, and they've got axes. Absolutely fucking not. Absolutely not. Okay. I, I, I assume you're up in the rigging, Skylar. Yeah. I, I am trying to weigh up whether or not I start shooting at them. They're already coming for us. Like, what more What more are we going to be in trouble no, for? No, 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 I know. But it just, it escalates it. And so it's, it's a case of like, are we absolutely certain we do not want to try the talking route? Yeah, they, they've already rammed us. They're, they're not intending on talking, I don't think. Like, if Skylar was saying this telepathically, mm. I think he'd certainly get the all clear from Tara to be like, if they have actively made impact and I'm going to board our ship, 
Even if they don't shoot at the people, but like cut the ropes. But we can't we can't have them getting on our ship. How thick are the ropes? So the ropes that they're coming at you with are like what I would call standard rope thickness. Sure. It's like mm. person rope, not boat rope. Can I shoot them with my bow and arrow? Yeah, you can. I was about to say, do remember the yeah. bow. <laughs> the bow knows its enemy now. Ah, yes, yeah, the, the bow does know its enemy. And I'm sure there's other crew members that will instinctively be like, oh yeah, I've got a dagger. And they oh, can... Oh, places where grapnels have, have gone in and rope is starting to be, be pulled in, like crew members have brought out knives and axes and Fuck things yeah. and are doing it. Um, Skylar, yeah, just roll me like, roll me five... Uh, bow attacks. Nice. So I've got an 18. Yep. A 14. Yep. A 26. Nice. A 20. Mm-hmm. A 23. Beautiful. Incredible. Yeah. Skylight. Some of these, some of these grapnels, you are shooting before they have even like hooked in, before they've even mm-hmm. landed. You turn, you see these ropes with these metal hooks flying out towards your boat. You just automatically draw with vengeance. It's almost as though the bow is guiding your hand. Yeah. And you're and you're striking these ropes, breaking them. The hooks latch on, but there's nothing to pull them in. Fuck yeah. There is a lot of people on this boat that has plowed into you. Mm. Um, but a lot of the crew now are sort of bolstering towards the back. The ones, basically, whoever is not in the rigging directly, they are now focusing on on defence, including some of the errant members of the, of the standing officers who had previously been loading cannons. They're now rushing at the back. You see, um, you see Neil... Like bookish Neil, oh Neil, <laughs> sort of, sort of run up. He's just got like a a, a pen knife, but it's like it's like a big <laughs> pen knife, like a chunky <laughs> pen knife, like just hacking away at some of these oh. ropes. But Skylar, nothing you see here amongst your crewmates is as impressive as what you are doing with with your bow and and arrows, just shattering ropes. Not even like not even piercing them or slashing them. They are just becoming unropen. Incredible. Okay. Can I see the captain? No. It's a it's a very big boat. Can I roll a perception? You can yeah, I mean you can try. It'll be very, very difficult yeah, to try and see. That's do, fine. do roll a perception check, yeah. <laughs> I see your challenge, sir. <laughs> Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Twenty-three, you do not see the captain. Um oh, just you y- like you can't you can't see <laughs> any part of that boat that actually gives a good vantage onto where your boat is now. Even from atop the crow's nest, you cannot see someone who seems to be in a position of authority. Okay. Could I theoretically get into their sails. Ooh. <laughs> That'd be far. I mean, if you wanted to jump there, it would be a jump of 170 feet laterally <laughs> and then an additional 40 feet vertically. Oh, that's the issue, isn't it? It's it's getting up to their sails, It's the, yeah. Ah, uh, sure. Okay. As you're thinking this, Tala and Bodhi both get back on the deck mm-hmm. and at once you just feel the Sakailia get pulled forwards. Yes, okay. yes. Tiny. Not pushed, pulled. Yes, tiny. As the narwhal we know and love as tiny begins to charge forwards, sprinting, taking the dash action. Yay, tiny. You listen to the wrenching sound of wood being pulled off metal. Bodhi, roll me an arcana check. Oh no. I'm wondering what part of our boat is, is fucked now. Dirty 20. Nice. So the uh, the arcane propulsion system for this boat, which is which is sometimes called the blowhole, uh, <laughs> stores energy and then releases it. It has released its energy already this day, but it will need repairing before it has a chance to store any more energy or there will be bad news bears by the sound that <laughs> okay. you feel and there's a crackle in the air as well as these two boats okay. like separate okay okay well Se- that's that's good information to have is <sighs> the front of their ship i know you said that all of the 
uh, pirate hunting ships have a thing on the front? Is theirs like a battering ram? Is that the thing that they have? Theirs is a battering ram that has like a barbed end. Cool. Okay. The boat pulls forwards from Tiny. You listen to the sounds of, of metal and wood being separated. And like the arcane crackle fills the air. Is everyone okay? Ah, yeah. A, a lot of people are sort of turning and turning and nodding at each other. As Eile and Evelyn both like get up onto the ballista and just turn yes. it turn it towards the boat. They don't load anything into it yet. It's just turned and facing. But the speed at which you're going now is significantly faster than the Fuck boat behind yeah, you. Tiny. Bodie, you're smart. Skylar, you got a 24 on your perception check previously? Mm-hmm. And you see someone dressed in like... You know in Pirates of the Caribbean that the British are always wearing those fancy-ass coats? Oh yeah. my gosh, yes! You see one of them step on the front of the boat, like looks down his nose <gasps> at the Sakailia as it sort of gets pulled further and further away. Mm-hmm. I take out my bow. You take out your bow. He takes out a long telescope and it is very officious. Takes out a telescope and sort of seems to be surveying the deck. Doesn't seem to have even noticed you. Oh, Can dear. I please shoot the arrow into the end of the telescope? <laughs> At disadvantage. Is that because it's moving? It's because it's a very small and hard to hit target. Yeah, that's fair. That's um, fair. And also maybe something to do with range. I got a dirty 20. Skylar, you see this guy surveying your boat. Mm -hmm. You just knock an arrow and almost lazily like bring it up. And as you do, you feel as though he's brought his telescope up like up the mast mm -hmm. and is looking directly at you and like before he is able to see your face this arrow just uh, no 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 i wink yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then i shoot the arrow into the end of the telescope because it's not going to kill him but it's going to make a point can you can you roll damage <laughs> with sneak attack for me yeah that's an 18 total as your arrow just like shatters the many carefully crafted lenses of this spyglass and you do hear a yelp <laughs> yeah, well, I mean... Wonderfully dignified. If you were watching, you would watch as this guy takes down the telescope quickly and there is a red bloodied hole. Ah, yes! He's lost Ooh. his eye! Oh, no. You've just made such an enemy. And, like, Ooh. falls backwards as your, yeah. boat, as your boat peels off <laughs> into the distance towards the sandbar that connects style and reptile i think i think i just sort of like flick through uh the the, the spell book and <laughs> pick one in particular and just start like trailing my finger across the sky and as it as it trails cloud like writing appears in the sky above us just saying hmm. <laughs> oh dear now we've gone from being mischievous to being villains <laughs> now we're manic as oh, Tiny God. pulls the Sakailia towards the sandbar that will hopefully be immersed by water and this large man of war stops chasing you. It realises when it has been outrun and you would watch as it turns back around towards Dormus. Nice. As you get closer and closer to the sandbar, the Sakailia does start to slow down. It begins to falter. It feels as though Tiny is starting to get quite tired. <laughs> and like he, he's got no idea what's going on. He is just moving in the path of least resistance for the ship. Mm. Okay. But the boat, like you guys don't seem to have been pursued by anything else as you approach this sandbar. And yeah, you see it. You see, again, you've got 
style to your right, you've got this almost quite lawless island. Reptile is not well inhabited by many civilizations. It's mostly jungle and like mm. bad mountain, like mostly scree and really sharp rocks, mm. like not even nomadically inhabited. Yeah. And just this really long beach that extends towards style. You go towards the sandbar and as you're getting there, Bodhi, you feel the spell is starting to falter. It's not that it's being dispelled. Yeah. It's just that it's like getting to the end of that clock. All right, Tyler. Um, the spell's almost over. I, I, I can't. I can't easily keep hold of it much longer. Do you want to go down and be be the one to tell him to stop? Or Tyler's like, yeah, I'll go down and grab Tiny. But if you need me, just tell me in my head. Absolutely. And she's gonna go down. Go down the ladder. Go down the rope to go and scoop up Tiny. In, in terms of situations, it'll have to be Tyler, you'll have to tell Bodhi to stop concentrating on the spell mm-hmm. um, and you will have to, Tyler, catch Tiny while holding onto this rope. Okay. So can I have an athletics check from Tyler? And can I have, like, uh, an intelligence check from Bodhi, please? For spell casting, sure. A spellcasting ability check, please. Christ, I'm on the 19th today. That's a 26. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Not quite a 26, but a 16 plus 5, so uh, 21. Nice. Fantastic. Yeah, the communication between the two of you is actually quite good for this particular bit. Tyler, you, you get down there, you sort of just tap on Tiny, mm-hmm. and Tiny like spits out the rope from the mouth mm-hmm. you notice how like where he's been holding on to the rope there's like blood Aww. in the gums Aww. and his his face is covered in scratches and scratch marks and like he's it, he's definitely been like going through Taking things to damage, clear yeah. to clear the way for you guys oh spits spits down the rope and like i guess you like hold on to the horn of the narwhal or holding on to the rope <laughs> in your other hand, tell Bodhi to, to cut the spell. Bodhi cuts the spell. And then you and, Ty, you, you and Tiny sort of take each other in this aquatic embrace and you just like heave with one arm. Yeah. Full, full Captain America style. Yeah, almost, yeah. <laughs> with the helicopter. Tyler just like one-armed bosses it and just like, you know, carries and, them up. I mean, and as that as that happens, the a couple of members of the deck crew on top begin heaving up the ropes as well. Skyly, you see that they're all sort of working in perfect unison like ants. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. And Skyly as well, you see the sandbar ahead. You guys have got plenty of water. You've got plenty of time. Nice. Fuck yeah. Nice. As the Sakalia, with all crew members on board and a hole that is being rapidly patched out the back, Aww. rides over a sandbar, leaving nearly a scuff on the base of it leaving behind these huge man of wars that have been outmaneuvered and outfunk. You outfunk them. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'd just take a minute uh, as the only one kind of on deck of the three of us. I, I, I know that Skylar's up in the uh, crow's nest, but the only one on deck, uh, mm-hmm. just to go over to Pad and just say, hey, Pad, I just wanted to say, well fucking done. Really, really great job at piloting the boat today. That goes for everyone as well. Well done. Well done. Thanks. It's, uh, that means a lot. Thanks. You're welcome. Did you see that fucking shot that Skylar made? <laughs> no, no. What happened? Uh, well, Skylar's probably better off telling you himself. Immediately just goes uh, uh, in, in, in the mind link between the three of us. Um, so, Skylar, tell us about this pot shot that you made, eh? Well, it looked like the commander of the ship was looking down at us through a spyglass, so I shot it. Nice. <laughs> Good job. You're kidding. You get a nice little mental image of it as well. You get almost like a stick figure telling of it in your head. Cute. It's like me, like Captain, 
arrow. <laughs> oh, that is priceless. And then, that. and then it's proper like boyish as like he pulls back this telescope and there's like an eyeball and there's like little I feel like you've got <laughs> nicknames to, to choose from now you've you, serpent killer um, um, eye taker eye, eye gouger um, uh, you got all sorts I like, I like eye taker <laughs> yeah it wasn't my I'm most eloquent work I'm a sore eyes hey. <laughs> I'm very tired I can tell but let's yeah, have, a, let's right. have a perception check from everyone. Oh, shit. I, I've just said I'm very tired. That's a five. 24. 20. Shimmer is nowhere to be seen. <gasps> no, get in what? the fucking bin. Absolutely not. How dare they you? They can turn into a, like a dolphin or something. They'll be fine. Tiny is running around the ship yelling for Shimmer. No. Oh, for fuck's no. sake. Can Tala see Shimmer in the water anywhere? Do they look like they've transformed into a creature or anything? Afraid not. Where They were up in the... Crow's they, nest. They, they were on the mast that went up to Skylar's crow's nest for a bit. Oh, this is really not good. And then once once that ship hit your ship, no one can remember what happened to Shimmer. Oh, no. No one remembers seeing Shimmer. Is Parrot anywhere? Parrot is at the top of Shimmer's crow's nest, flying in a little circle. No. Just calling out with a little call. Shit. 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 As, as Parrot flies in circles around Shimmer's crow's nest. The rest of the crew begin to rack their brains, trying to figure out when they last saw Shimmer. And that is where we're going to leave this episode. Oh Oh, my god. Oh my god. What's happened to Shimmer? Will the boats follow our heroes around the Cape of St. Isle? And are the rest of the crew as safe as they think they are? Exciting times abound next time on Dice in a Slice. I did genuinely recently send MS a tweet uh, because they have recently cracked pink chocolate. Now it's not white chocolate that's oh, been coloured pink. It's like that. It's that ruby, ruby mm. chocolate. And I said they should do Percy the Caterpig cake. Oh, love it. As like a caterpillar cake, but it's Percy the Pig, and it's a horrible thing you do for Halloween. That is really, uh, really good. I think they make a lot of money out of it. Yeah. They would make so much. They replied, ha, yeah, maybe one year. And I and then I just immediately tagged Aldi and was like, get on this. These bitches are these bitches are dying. <laughs> <laughs> 